Hi, we're Chelsea and Michael. And this is the Coffee with Creators podcast. Think of it as hanging out with your buddies as we chat about content creation, social media, and life in general as creatives. So grab your favorite drink and welcome to our scrappy little podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet again another episode of Coffee with Creators. Hi, Michael. Hi, Chelsea. Um, I guess you guys heard the good news that Chelsea just hit 10,000 followers on Instagram. For real. And we're super excited. For real, it happened. But I have to ask, where are the balloons? I know. I didn't expect it to happen this fast. Like, I just didn't order the balloons. But let's just imagine, like, there's a bunch of balloons in here. Yay! Balloons everywhere! To celebrate Chelsea's um, accomplishment, I had Nicole sit on the floor today with me. (laughs) I'm sorry, Nicole. (laughs) I kind of feel bad about that. (laughs) If you you can see uh, behind me, the office is a mess right now. Because I, for a video that I'm making, I had to move the the desk where Nicole used to sit away. <laughs> I had to move it outside. I'm like, you know what, Nicole, stay here. You're annoying me. No, just kidding. But uh, sit on the floor. Yeah, Nicole. <laughs> you can see Nicole's head just like popping out of my shoulder right here behind. I know. Me, so. It's so funny. <laughs> Poor Nicole. She does all the real work for us, I, and Michael's making her sit I, on the floor. I so. treat her like that because she's like <laughs> she's my cousin, so I can do whatever I want. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, mm. <laughs> technically, yeah, that's that's how cousins, that's how it works. Um, but super, super exciting, Chelsea. I mean, I was so happy. I was so glad when I saw it. I'm like cheering by myself because I'm like, there's no one here. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yay, Chelsea hit 10,000. I'm like, what, what would I, I tell this to? Even if I told my wife, she'll be like, okay, congrats. Who's Chelsea? Yeah, who's, who's Chelsea, Chelsea again? again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations. And you are now officially, I mean, we don't like to uh, box ourselves in in a certain category, but you are now officially an influencer. Is that right? Okay, I didn't know that. Because, That's cool. I mean, the, there's it's still considered like a, a micro-influencer. I'm considered a micro-influencer. I think the real influencers in this space are in the hundreds of thousands. Okay. But I always say that we're all influencers because yeah. the real customer, I mean, your customers are the real influencers anyway. Your friends are the real influencers. when. They like something, they like a product or a service, they go home to their families, tell their friends, like, go this, go get this, go buy this. That's that's influencing, right? That's why the word influencer yeah. never really sat well with me, just because I'm like, mm. <laughs> I remember that from the very beginning, like, when I was calling us influencers, like, mm, I hate that term. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a little weird, but I mean... <laughs> Until we figure out another name for it, then you are officially That's what it is. Yeah, an influencer. Because and, and the only reason I say that is because you finally get those cool swipe up features on Instagram. Bro, I have been wearing that thing out. I've I think I've put like four on there. Did you see my video this morning? I was like, boom, swipe up. Yeah. <laughs> I felt the energy. I'm like, this girl's really excited. Are you gonna start selling your stuff in your closet with that swipe up link? You know what I mean? I start putting everything for sale. Like swipe up. It's for sale. Swipe up. Just, just so you can use the swipe up feature. I know. I got really excited. You never know. Yeah, I got really excited too. Which, by the way, so if for anyone who are who are listening to this and have not reached that 10,000 mark yet, um, and if you're not aware, once you get to that point, you uh, Instagram basically unlocks another feature for you. It feels like a game. And right. you get that swipe up feature. And that's why you'll see some people um, that they can do that in their stories and they say, uh, swipe up to to go to their uh, to this link or to buy this. It can be for anything. It doesn't have to be for advertising purposes. It's just a cool little feature. So it's helpful if you're trying to promote something. It's helpful if you're trying to just you know bring people to a different uh, site, whatever site that that it is. And and Chelsea, when you start 
um, doing more collaborations in the future, that is an additional, I would say that's an additional thing that you offer them, yeah. right? Like instead of just saying, I, you know, I can share it in my stories, you can now say I can share it through my stories with a swipe up link to your cho- of your choice. So that's like yeah. an, another layer of offering that you can give uh, these companies or whoever you're, yeah. it is that you're working with. So super that's super that it, it is super exciting because i know i've had several companies like when they re, when they reach out and they want to do collaborations they're like can you create a story with a swipe up link i'm like i can't yeah. no i can't do that and it, it sucks when you're not at 10,000 and you don't yet have that but i'm sure instagram has like some reason for it but i'm just super excited that i have it now and i hope when everyone that is trying to reach that goal gets to it. They're ex- as excited as I am because yeah. it's like Michael said, it's like reaching the next level in a video game. Mm-hmm. You're like, woo, I did it. <laughs> yeah, you did it. And every time I, I share a link to our podcast, I, I remember you just posting, basically reposting the story because you don't have to swipe up link. Yeah. You don't have to do that anymore, Chelsea. Woo-hoo, you get to I make your own. own. There you go. Congratulations. And I love that. I love the gifts too. And they're like, <laughs> I want to make my own. Like, I don't know how to make one of those, but I, I want you to. You know who knows how to make stickers? Um, who? Richard, my brother. No kidding. Yeah, I've been asking him to make a sticker for us. Coffee Creators. Oh my gosh. That would be so cute. Yeah, but he's been so busy lately. Yeah, so, I get it. Yeah. But that would be awesome, right? Make our own mm-hmm. stickers. Um, But that's cool, Chelsea. I'm so happy for you. Do you have anything you. to say to listeners that that are trying to reach that mark. If you were to give them an actionable advice before, you know, to get to 10,000, what would that be? I would first say, don't give up, keep going for your goal. Um, Even though it sometimes seems impossible. Like I remember being at 2000, never thinking I would ever get to 3000. And then here I am at 10,000. And it's just, I consistently kept going. I kept pushing through, even though I felt like I was never going to succeed and get to the goal that I was going to. So just keep trying, be consistent and you, you'll get there. If I did it, you can do it. Trust me. Yeah. If Michael and Chelsea can do it, like if we were able to do it, honestly, any, anyone can do it. Anyone can do yeah. it. I know it seems so hard in the beginning when you start, like you see all of these other people and you're like, how did they ever mm-hmm. get to that point? And then when you just start doing it and then it happens for you, you're like, that really wasn't that hard. Like, why was I so afraid? Why, um, you know, why didn't I do this sooner or whatever? I actually had a friend um, that I went to high school with. He messaged me this morning and he's like, congrats on 10,000. And then he said, by the way, how the hell did you get to 10,000? Because I barely have 500. I'm like. It's hard to answer. I, I know. I was like, there is like so many different things that I've done to get there. I was like, there's no way I could ever tell him like over message i've not even messaged him back but i was like let's see i mean i had you should message him back like you should talk to my assistant because i have ten thousand followers (laughs) talk to my assistant here's my assistant nicole (laughs) give him nicole's information (laughs) he goes like who's this that would really that would really stick it to him wouldn't it (laughs) yeah it yeah sorry i just had to say that (laughs) no it's funny it's fine um it it, when when i hit ten thousand, it I'm actually, first of all, I'm actually really, really genuinely happy for you because 10,000 for me was the milestone. And it's not as, t- for me personally, 10,000 was more important or more memorable than hitting 20,000 or any. Really? Yeah, it really is. Because 
that's when you start to really take that's when i started to really take things seriously mm-hmm. and it it's just uh like you said it's just like a new level that it's it's almost like a badge of honor for me now like oh yeah 10 when i hit 10,000 like it's that's the most that i got the dms as well like people questioning and you know just wondering like how you got there what did you yeah. do anything differently and so i get it like it's it's so exciting and i've yet to experience that excitement uh again from you know when i hit 10,000 uh, no it's it's not to try to downplay like or to say that that so this is it like there's only <laughs> down i'm only going down from this point it's all downhill from from this point on chelsea <laughs> No, it's Thanks, it's it's weird because the process to get to 10,000 10, is is so hard and so yeah. tedious mm-hmm. and it's so it's almost like depressing because you can't reach it. You just can't reach it. It's like you that cookie jar on the shelf that you just can't reach. <laughs> and after that, after you reach it, you're like you don't really everything else is 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 not smooth sailing, but it's not as stressful. I think we're getting to 10,000 is so um, hard because we're so hyper focused on it, mm-hmm. and when you hit that, that's when you start to really not. I don't. I won't say not care, but you would care less about the numbers because now you're more focused on. Or at least for me, I was more focused on the content because now yeah. ten thousand eyes are on me. Ten thousand people are relying on the message that, or maybe not relying, but they're waiting to see what I have to say or what I have to create, and it kind of just like drove the. Uh, that home for me you, you know what i mean yeah. so it's like i get that yeah so when you hit 20,000 20, you'll be like oh this is cool but it's for me again when i hit 20 it's like it's not the same as when i hit 10,000 it's like getting your driver's license for the first time you're like you're yeah. super excited like, yeah yeah so like you said like getting to 10,000 you've done so much groundwork and so much like of just digging in and trying you know, to reach that next goal. And so when you do hit it, it's, it is like a big thing. It's like, oh my God, I can like take a breath for a second and kind of focus on, you know, other things for just a second, because now I have all of these followers and I do have to really concentrate on giving them valuable content. Mm -hmm. So no, I I get it. It's, it's crazy. And it's going to be a lot easier to grow from 10,000 just because from the point of view of of the general public mm-hmm. as uh, a social media influencer you now have the almost like the credibility to be to be called an influencer and so people will follow you more will they'll listen more to your to your content your voice and so it's going to get a lot busier for you Chelsea which is a good thing I'm ready yeah I can, I can see I it. A, yeah. I need a nap this weekend. Like I told you, I'm going to my mom's house because she moved into her new house last week. And I told her, I was like, I got to come up there and just sniff around, see what you got going on. <laughs> and so that's what I'm doing. So I'm going to go up there and I'm going to rest. And then I told James, I was like, I'll be back Monday and I'm going to hit the ground running. He's like, well, you better not come back grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> Because I know what's going to happen is I'm going to get there and my mom and I will stay up late and we'll wake up early just like talking and wanting to like yeah. be with each other. So he know, he knows I'll probably come back grumpy, but <laughs> no, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to get back and I'm going to awesome. hit the ground running. Yeah. T- speaking of naps, I need one. I was telling Nicole this morning that I woke up. I felt like I slept like a pretzel last night because my <laughs> wife happens. and my daughter, those two clowns, whenever, um, <laughs> whenever we sleep down or... We're watching TV downstairs in the uh, near the kitchen. Um, uh-huh. My daughter loves that couch, and my wife is she just wants to stay downstairs. And so last night they were both, 
let's go watch TV down here. And I'm like, great. I know what this means. And so everyone's downstairs yeah. sleeping. And we have like an L-shaped couch. So obviously they both fall asleep and they both occupy the couch, the L-shaped couch. <laughs> so where do I go? So I just basically sit next to Sam's crate, my dog, and just <sighs> sat there like sat there falling i fell asleep because i was so tired in the last two days i probably had so funny i probably had like eight hours of sleep in total in the last two days yeah it's i'm just dying right now because my son for the last couple days has been waking up in the middle of the night and my wife wakes up really early for work and also she just started working out again because she started to feel um just like just like really not nice you know, especially yeah. having, you know, you know how it is like when you focus too much on your kids and you're just not yeah. taking care of yourself. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to start working out again and just start to so I can start to feel better. I'm like, sure. So she wakes up super early. But my son's been waking up in like in the middle of the night multiple times and then wakes up super early in the morning. So I'm like, up, and then as soon as they're they're gone, I'm just like rushing to get things done. Yeah. And I promised myself two days ago that I was going to take a nap. And I have yet to take that nap. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's probably one of my favorite things about working from home is when I get everything done around, you know, if I get done early around like one thirty or two o'clock, I'll sleep on the couch for like an hour until I have to go get my kids. That's not happened in the past couple of weeks, but it's one of my favorite things to do. It almost feels like you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Like you're sleeping when you know you should be yeah, like working or you're whatever. working, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's awesome, but but it's a weird thing because it's like you can't really abuse it because when you abuse it, you're 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 basically just shooting yourself on the foot. You're not getting paid. <laughs> you're not getting paid. So like, okay, you're not growing in your career. You're like, just sleeping on the couch. What is this? Like when I was yeah. a kid, I imagined working from home would be awesome, but now I'm working more. But yeah. it's fun though, right? Like it's super it fun. Is. But yes. um, yeah. So that's a that's. That's been my couple days lately. Oh, I I I went to um on Jared's podcast a few days ago. I know that's super exciting. It was super exciting. How did that go? It went well. It was very. <laughs> I felt stupid just because I did too. I felt like you guys, a kid. Jared is so professional, and if you know Michael and I, you know we are not professional. No. And he's. I feel like he's so good at like conducting an interview. Mm-hmm. And the way we do it, you know, we'll ask a question, we'll talk, and then the other person will expound on that. Well, Jared asks the question, he you answer, and then he's like, okay, on to the next one. So yeah. you're sitting there like, you didn't think that was funny? Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know. I was just like waiting for a reaction. I'm like, I know. I'm like a little kid, like vying for my parents' attention. I'm like, mommy, daddy, I look. <laughs> I know. I did the exact same thing. So that's so funny. It's hilarious because it's just, it's just, uh, I felt that the moment we stopped the recording, I felt like, did that go well? You know, I was asking myself, like, did that go well? It seemed like I said the right things, but it felt like it felt like I was being tested. It's not yeah. a bad thing. It's just I'm so not used to it because we're so yeah. we're just so off the cuff, right? We're just yeah. like, ooh, whatever. And then we'll just we'll just cut this part out. <laughs> we'll just we're yeah. always like that. Not with Jared. Jared's so professional. He has that so the show notes and everything. I'm like, Yeah, oh, yeah that's definitely He's not good. me, but it was awesome. That's it, okay. Yeah, he had, he had like a really he had really great questions, and I was just kind of my mind was blown because he had previously he had guests like Peter Lindgren, Lindgren, um, he's a huge YouTuber, and I'm mm-hmm. talking like figuratively and literally. Have you seen him? He's a uh, big guy. 
Oh, no, I didn't know he was like an actually big guy. No, he's like, he used to be a bodybuilder. And, okay. Yeah, and he's a really good filmmaker. Like, it's interesting to listen to his story, too, because he didn't really go to film school or he was never a photographer. He said that the reason he started taking pictures because he wanted to start an apparel, like a, um, mm-hmm. an athletic type of line. And he mm-hmm. said that photographers were so expensive, so he had to learn how to take <laughs> photographs himself. And now he's like, it's kind of ironic because he's com- he was complaining about how expensive photographers were but now that he's doing it himself he's like i get it (laughs) i'm like yeah exactly it's expensive yeah yeah. because there's so much more that goes into photography than than anyone knows unless they are a photographer themselves every i love when everyone's like aren't you just snapping the button isn't that just a digital camera i'm like okay i know right it's it's so easy it's so easy guys anyone so easy here and i love doing that to my family like okay here take my camera can you take my picture and they're like no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I do the same thing. But that yeah. that uh it it's weird because like well how come how come it's easy to say, oh anyone can do that, but versus I mean when you when you talk about photography, right? Versus when someone is painting or drawing. Like you can't say mm-hmm. the same thing, right? right? But because they think that just by clicking that camera it's just uh it's uh anyone can do it. But uh, again, if you think anyone can do it, Go ahead. Like, it's not, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying, okay, sure. Here you go. Go ahead. I definitely don't camera. want you to pay too much money if you think you can do it. And so, but I know. Guess what? They keep I've had back. clients. I've had clients like that. And mm-hmm. then when I give them, you know, the finished work, it's like, oh, thank you so much. Like, I never could have done this. And I'm like, gotcha. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've never said that to anyone. Why does it feel like I probably have? No, I haven't. <laughs> Michael probably. No, you probably have. <laughs> Why does it feel like it's been more than a week since we started with our last recording? I feel like I we haven't know. done this in in a while. That's why I'm a little, or maybe it's just a lack of sleep, but I'm just kind probably of, a lack of feeling my way through through this murky episode right now. But speaking of episode, <laughs> Nicole's looking at me. She's like, I know. <laughs> speaking of episode, how did you feel about Micah's episode last week? I loved it. It was so good. He was like such like a breath of fresh air. I don't know. He was so easy to talk to. He was so nice. He had so much good insight into the life of a creator. And I loved it because I wasn't expecting that. Like I know I told Michael, I don't think I told you guys, but I was under the impression that Michael knew Micah before we started. And then when we started recording, uh, Micah was like, so tell me who you guys are. And I was like, Oh, Michael, that was you my, don't know him? That was my favorite part. That was my favorite part out of the whole thing. And, and you guys, it wasn't recorded, so you will never hear it. But in the beginning, because he's so professional, he's so nice. He's like, yeah. all right, you know, just just so that it, you know, the conversation flows well, maybe can we take like 15 seconds, each of you, to tell me like, and he goes like this, exactly like this. He's like, um, who exactly are you guys? And I couldn't stop laughing because I'm like, this is so funny because I'm like, you're, you're, very uh you're correct when you ask that question i guess it's like it's 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 a it's a very valid question because we are nobody and we're nobody we're nobody we're just two people (laughs) who are on instagram and it was so funny that he asked that question but it was a great yeah it was it i think both of us were not expecting it 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 was a curveball for both of us because chelsea thought i knew micah 
And I definitely didn't. I just <laughs> followed the guy. And, you know, I thought I knew him. I had, like, these theories in the beginning. I'm like, oh, I bet you he got his influence through this and that. And I bet you this is the car that he likes. No, he's not Michael even. was wrong about everything. <laughs> I was wrong about everything. <laughs> are you even Micah? No. Right. <laughs> yeah. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. who, who is this guy who talks about helicopters all the time? But th- that's great, right? Like, Because that's what we found out that he was so passionate about um, flying helicopters. And yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, his insight was just so, it was just great because it, he was coming from a very different perspective. But still, it's almost like he doesn't realize that he's a creator or a creative. He's yeah. just like doing the work. That's what he does, mm-hmm. right? And he, remember, he told that story about him being he and he wears it proudly. He's like, I was a janitor. And then I worked my way up to like maintenance manager or something like that. I love that. He's like, I have the big keys. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what keys. that's what being a maintenance manager is or a manager is, is you are a janitor, but you just have the large ring of keys. Yeah. Like, I love that he explained yeah. it like that. It was so funny. To me, that's that's like when you hit 10,000 for the first time. Right? I have the keys. Now I have the keys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So it was great. Like, I love the things that he said. He even said a lot of things that were not in the podcast because we we were trying to warm things up, right? We were just basically getting into the conversation and he started sharing about um, imposter syndrome. He talked about it a couple of times. I mean, he mentioned it a couple of times and it was one of those things that I could really relate to. And it felt like it felt like we were going to talk about that topic like at length, but we didn't. Uh, yeah. But he was saying, you know, to this to this day, even though he's been around, he's been in radio, he's been, you know, he's an automotive journalist. Like people watch his YouTube. He works for KBB. He's the KBB guy. He's the helicopter guy. Um, he still he still feels like he's uh, he doesn't belong. Maybe not not belong, but he's like not an expert in that field. Because when you talk to Micah, he really is like a big kid. It's like here, Micah, we have a bunch of stuff here that you can play with that you know have at it that's that's kind of like how he approaches life which is great and he's yeah. having fun and i think people relate to that people can feel that people can see that mm-hmm. he likes what he does and he's just a genuinely generally curious guy and yeah. when he approaches life life's challenges or you know anything he does it with that same spirit and which is great you know it was very inspiring i'd say he'd probably disagree because he's just like oh, i was just like talking <laughs> I know. I loved at one point I said, Michael, Micah is cooler than you are. And he goes, it's not a competition, guys. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like he was the older kid and we were like the two younger kids. And he was like trying to pipe us down. It's not a competition. It's so funny because we were both like, like, okay, yeah, you sure, dad? We're just like, yes, sir. sir." (laughs) Kept bowing. (laughs) I know. But yeah, that was a cool episode. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And I think he mentioned something else that I really wanted to uh, bring up. Oh, the, his his parting words. That sounded like he died, but no, he didn't die. <laughs> Jeez, so dark. <laughs> I know. Before we ended the episode, what did he say, Chelsea? That basically summarized everything that we... That everything we... that we say on a weekly basis on this podcast. Like, if you have a dream just start, just go for it. Don't, you know, basically don't hold yourself back. And, you know, exactly what we say all the time, just mm-hmm. start. Because <laughs> it, if you listen to his story, nothing was holding him back. It, it sounded like nothing was holding him back. But if you really think about your own personal journey, your own personal, um, your own personal adventure, you always come up with these scenarios. Like there's are, there are obstacles, there are hindrances to your dream. But the biggest one really is just, you just haven't started. 
but Micah, yeah. because he approaches things through, you know, with a very, uh, it's almost seems like a very giddy attitude. It's, yeah. he's just like, okay, let's go, let's go get started. And that's what really inspires me when, when I hear people go, go approach things like that. Like when, I don't know if you remember this, Chelsea, exactly. I told Jared the story, but when, um, I think I posted something on Instagram a while back about mm -hmm. podcasts and how I've always wanted to start a podcast. And then you met, you messaged, you commented, I think, and you said, maybe we should start a podcast. And I'm like, oh, okay. I like this girl. Cause you know, it's so hard <laughs> to find people who are ready to just, and you know, I never asked if you had experience. Yeah. It actually we just started. <laughs> yeah, and if you, if you had an experience with starting a podcast, I probably would have said no, just because I would be so intimidated. But, intimidated, yeah. yeah. Same for me, same for me. I think that's probably why I asked you. I mean, I definitely asked you because we we're in the same realm of, you know, creativity and mm. things like that. But I also just felt like super comfortable with you. Like I already knew you, even though I didn't. Mm -hmm. And I knew you had the equipment and I had just bought the equipment. So I was like, let's yeah, yeah. start a podcast. <laughs> you had a bunch of equipment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like maybe we should use the, these, these, this, maybe, these things. Maybe I should try to get my money back from this <laughs> <Yeah>. stuff. <laughs> but yeah, so when you, when you said that, when you said that, uh, let's start a podcast, like I knew, I said, you know, I want to work with someone like this. I want to work with, with people who are just ready to get things started. It doesn't really matter because most of the time you'll you'll talk to people and they say, okay, let's sit down. Let's let's think about this. Let's, just, let's look at the risk. I don't know why I'm talking like this. But yeah, I don't it's, <laughs> it's funny though. <laughs> but it's uh, you start to pad things against you. It's it's like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. Well, let, okay. How about we figure out the things that we can do right now? Because I have friends and I have even family who... You know, I've made plans with in the in the past, like, okay, let's do this. Maybe let's do that. But all we did was just talk about it. All mm -hmm. we did. And you know what happens? It starts to become, it starts to feel like a pipe dream. Mm -hmm. Because all you do is talk about it and nothing happens. And when you keep talking about it, you start to convince yourself, like, maybe it's not for me. Mm -hmm. But the only reason you got there, because we, you never started, right? So that was great. I thought Micah's message at the end um was very fitting as you know for that podcast for the entire podcast and i think it's going to be one of my favorite episodes of all time i'm sure yeah, hopefully we i had can a get, blast yeah we can get more like better episodes but i hope you guys enjoyed that and chelsea and i are super curious like to to know what you guys think um absolutely of that episode and we would love to get more feedback um did did micah any say anything else that i probably missed that you want to talk about he said something, it didn't really pertain to um, content creation or being a creator, but it kind of, I mean, you could probably put it in that context if you wanted to, but I was telling him how, you know, I had flown in a helicopter and loved to fly and things like that. And I said, I would probably do it more if I didn't have such a weak stomach for it. And he goes, you know what? There's a guy, and I think the guy's name was Bob something. Yeah, I can't remember. yeah, I he remember He said, that. this guy would constantly get motion sickness, but he didn't let that stop him. He just kept going. He just kept flying until he just got over it. So, I mean, mm -hmm. that you could translate that into content creation. Like it's obviously not gonna make you physically sick creating content, but if you have a dream big enough, like nothing is going to stop you. Even if, even if you're, you're hurling, you mm -hmm. know, in a plastic bag while in a helicopter, like 
just keep going. You'll you'll eventually might get over it. Yeah, so, yeah. I thought that was really cool that he told that story. Yeah. Oh, and I remember another thing when he remember when he said that um, if you shoot, I completely lost my train of thought. <laughs> Michael needs a nap, you guys. I need a nap. Help, guys. Help Somebody me. Somebody let Michael nap. <laughs> um. No, he talked about. So he talked about um, just doing it, like just just overcoming your fears. And oh, when he said that he had to limit himself from consuming certain content because he didn't want his voice to be um, almost like diluted. Like, Why are you laughing, Nicole? She's laughing in the background. Probably about what he said about Nickelback. And that was my husband's oh. favorite part. <laughs> James came home and he goes, if all you do is listen to Nickelback, your music is going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, did you listen to my podcast? He goes, yeah, I did. I thought that was hilarious. I was like, oh, okay. Mike is so awesome. Yeah, so those no. those analogies were great. And it's it speaks to us, right, as creators. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure whoever's listening to this can feel, can relate to that in some sense. And oh, absolutely. And we've all, like, heard, the, or we all aspire to be certain people, like the people that we admire. Peter McKinnon. His name gets thrown around so many times that for every... So many times. You know what I mean? Like, is he, like, the president of the world or something? Because, like, everyone seems to know him. I don't know. <laughs> right? I know. You know, what is so funny is I was pulling into my driveway this morning from taking my daughter to school and going to Starbucks. And I pulled in the driveway, and I was, like, looking around, and I was like, I wonder if I will ever get to the point that Peter McKinnon is at. And I wonder if people, when he goes somewhere, do people like know him like in his town? Is that a thing? Or is he only popular like within the realm of social media and and YouTube? Mm -hmm. I would love to be able to ask him that. Like, do people recognize you on the street? Like, how does that work? Um, (laughs) Are you like actually famous or are you just like (laughs) Peter McKinnon, the guy on YouTube famous? It's a weird thing, right? Like even Casey Neistat, like he's super popular, but I bet you- He probably wouldn't be like a lot of people wouldn't recognize him unless I mean the only way that they would probably notice him is because he has a camera right in front of him because he he's always vlogging. Yeah, I don't know. And Casey, I feel like has such a distinctive look. He does, but like if you say Casey Neistat, like chances are if I walk out the street right now and I say, "Oh, I saw," I don't tell my neighbor, "Hey, I saw Casey Neistat." They'll be like, "Who?" Although. He's he did appear in that one movie that was on Netflix that I saw over the weekend. Oh, I haven't seen it yet, but I heard well, he like I heard like he talked to me. I saw on Twitter <laughs> that he was in like a real like a Hollywood production. Yeah. yeah. He got sucker punched cool. by Jamie Foxx, which is kind of uh, cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, I want to get cool. I want to get fake sucker punched by Jamie Foxx. <laughs> I know. Even a real sucker punch by Jamie Foxx, I I'd, I'd be like awesome. <laughs> No, I like my face. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, no, so what I was going to say about you going out and saying to your neighbor, hey, I saw Casey Neistat. Have you ever seen the movie Jumanji, The Next Level? The yes. second one? Okay. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I don't know why Johnson's, I like that movie so much. Oh, my God. It's my favorite. It's a favorite around here. Anyways, Dwayne Johnson's character goes, who is Jumanji? And Kevin Hart's character goes, I believe that is her sister. So that's like, that's you and your neighbor. Like when you said talking to your neighbor about Casey Neistat, like that popped into my head. So I'm sorry. So It's okay. Cause I can appreciate that. That movie was hilarious for some reason. Cause I'm like, I was avoiding that movie for the longest time, but my wife, really? yeah, my wife was, my wife loves like anything that she is visually, she's weird. Cause she's like a, she's not a creative in that sense but she uh-huh. she loves all these flashy movies no matter how corny they are or whatever and when i saw jumanji i was just like ah, that's for a kid 
That's a kid's movie. It's so good, though. But it was pretty funny. I'm like, okay, okay, I like that. So I watched that one with her, and she was obviously just dying from laughter. She'll, yeah. She's she's like the kid that um, when she sees something funny, she'll laugh, and she'll keep rewinding it. Watch it again. <laughs> we do Watch that, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. James and I definitely do. Whoever has the remote, or even if no one has the remote, we're like, go back, go back. <laughs> <laughs> we're all just children i swear to I god <laughs> it's true but um so oh, t- today it's going to be a light episode i mean we've been talking for a while now but there's really no real topic but there are a couple of things that i i do want to bring up and that is um in line with when micah was saying that he was trying to n- control the the amount of stuff that he consumes um i try to do the same thing and one mm-hmm. of the th- but one of the things that i also learned over the weekend was that um you have to add some variety to your life right that you have to add variety in almost anything that you do like the like for example we usually pick shows that we want to watch based on what we like right i mean the things that we agree on and that can be you know anything that we read any news that we listen to or we watch we usually just go with what's comfortable for us and that's human nature right but it's okay to step away from that and to try to add some variety so if there's a movie that's on netflix that i typically wouldn't watch i would try it out just to add new content and that helps me get into like a a, a different mindset a different it helps you get out of a rut because when you start creating things over and over again it starts to get boring it starts to get like uninspiring and so Mm -hmm. I feel like adding some variety to it will help. And that's what I've been learning in the last few days. But um, I also wanted to talk about that because I've been applying that ever since actually in my life, but I've never been really conscious about it. But part of the the process was that I would check out different podcasts and different um, creators. It doesn't have to be like the super popular ones or even like a book that's not super popular, just anything. Mm -hmm. And so I finally decided to catch up on Max's podcast, the um, the Maxwell podcast, mm-hmm. I think what it's called. I and think the Maxwell Project. The Maxwell, Maxwell Project, there you go. And so I listened to every episode. The one episode that I haven't finished yet was the uh, with Georgie, what's his name? Powell, I think. I, great, because I, I haven't finished the episode yet. But I was laughing like so much at his interview with... Um, envision yeah with matt and also the one with that's they were talking about you <laughs> yes and that's the thing that i wanted to bring up because he was talking about they were talking about um how come i didn't notice them until they hit like matt hit thirty thousand. i think i started laughing i'm like so funny why are they treating me as if like i'm <laughs> like some guy i'm just some dude right the only reason right. i can't see everything is because I'm so busy. Like, I, I yeah. if you look at my feed, it's everywhere, and I try my best to to um to reply to everything, to comment, and you know, sometimes I even save them just so I can comment later. But then, yeah. obviously, life happens and kids and all that stuff, and I just tend to forget. But I was laughing so hard because they, <laughs> at some point, at one point, I feel like Matt was kind of sad. He's like, I don't Aww. know why he know. Yeah, why? Maybe that's just me reading into it, but. He, it's like, I, yeah, I don't know why he, he never really noticed and this and that. And even Max was talking about me in, in such a, 
it's a very different perspective. And so what I wanted to say, and I do have a point, <laughs> what I wanted to say, my overall message is that whoever you are, if you think that no one is watching and no one is listening, there is someone. And there's definitely someone that you are inspiring. There's definitely someone that you are making um, smile. There's someone that you are making, I don't know, like they're, they're questioning something because of what you said. And, you know, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. But the point is, you are not just an empty, like a, like a lone cog in this whole universe of this machinery that we're living in. You, you have a point, right? You have a, an impact on someone's life. And so I want you to remember that whoever you are that's listening right now, because we've all gone through that. We've all felt that, that the things that we do, the things that we work on don't matter. They do. Oh, Max, I want you to know that what you're doing, I bet you it's really hard with the, uh, um, the time that you have. I know you work part-time at a gym and you're, it's hard to get guests in your podcast because of the time difference. But what you're doing matters and I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate it. I am listening. And so I'm not the only one out there who, who listens. So keep at it and you'll, I can see you growing. So that's awesome. You're, Absolutely. You're bringing a different voice to, to the world of podcasts. It, even if it's that, this little space of ours, right? Like Chelsea and I, we, we operate in this relatively small space. And, but we, we have our voice here. And I think you are finding your own. And that's, that's great. And Matt, too. Um, th- those two are just like, that. that's the one that really s- is sticking to my head, like that episode, because I couldn't stop. I was almost like cringing because they kept <laughs> mentioning my name. And I'm like, why do I hear my name? It's so weird. But I know that's so funny, especially knowing you. It, it's hilarious that they're like putting you on this like pedestal. It's way like, too high. <laughs> you know, I'm like, guys, he's <laughs> He's like a child. It's okay. Yeah, I, don't I don't a, be afraid of him. I know. Michael's gonna hide now. He's going yeah. he's going to hide because he feels embarrassed. But that's I appreciate so it though. It was just funny. And and that's kind of like the the um the barrier that I want to break for for me mm-hmm. personally. I don't and maybe hopefully Chelsea agrees that in this whole podcast, like we don't want people to think that we are unattainable or I mean not unattainable, but like unapproachable. Unapproachable, that's it. That's the word that I was looking for. You know, we're people. We're just like you, but we just happen to have a, we just happen to have like these really spiffy and nice microphones by Rode who are not sponsoring this, but maybe they should. Hey, (laughs) Rode, hit us up because we would definitely do some some ad work for you guys. There you go, all right? (laughs) That's my lame attempt at trying to pitch the show. As I know. (laughs) We're like trying to flirt and we suck at it. Rode's like, who? (laughs) Who are mm-hmm. you again? But we do have, but seriously, we do have Rode microphones and I love them. We do. Yeah. Yes. Like, I have the, my whole setup is is Rode and it, it's all good. So yeah. And you mentioned that you were get, going to get the same microphone that I have right now? I am. Yeah. Rode's actually sending that over. I'm sure with all of the crazy mail stuff and whatever else is going on in the world. Um, I'm sure that's why it's not arrived yet, but it should be here soon. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I love, they can't make a bad product. Right? They just can't. I have two microphones. Like prior to this one, the, the on-camera microphone. Mm-hmm. I have the Video Micro Pro, I think. The small one. I've had that for a couple of years now. And they and recently I have the um the Video Mic NTG. And that one's super that's awesome their, too. They're newer. That's like that's newer, new like one, within yeah. the last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then I have this NT one, which I'm in love with. This mic. If I can right? just keep using this every day. 
my wife will probably divorce me. But it's just, it's, yeah, it's so, it's just an awesome, awesome piece of equipment. So, was that a better pitch? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's, that's a better pitch to road. I think they'll, they might, they might say yes this time. I'm just kidding. Thank you guys for listening to our commercial. And now we're back. <laughs> now from we're the back. Commercial break. And here we go. Um, <laughs> so, Chelsea, I got a couple of questions from, yeah. from people that they mm-hmm. sent in. And one of these uh, questions came from, I am Milks. I hope I said that right because I know people keep co- confusing his name as I am Mike's, and I know he's said that before. He said it I, definitely has an L. Yeah, he's like yeah. my name is not Mike. My name is Matt, and uh, it was pretty funny. But he said like, he sets in a question in the form of a voice message, which is kind of cool. And I learned from Jared's podcast that listeners can actually download the Anchor app, the one that we use and send voice messages to us. So maybe that's something that we should probably look into and maybe ask. Oh, sure. Yeah, ask whoever is listening that if they want to send in questions, they can do that as well. So we're going to try something new. And what I'm going to do right now is play the message that Matt sent me a few days ago. And that would be, if I can find it, I think I see. You can it. cut this out, but there's a way that I can connect my phone to this to the Roadcaster Pro. I just don't really? know how to do it yet. Yeah, I can connect it either through this cable that wasn't in the box, or I can connect it via Bluetooth. Oh, well, that's interesting. But I don't think you would be able to hear it. I think only I would be able to. And then it would obviously be in the recording. Right. But. Okay. All right. So here we go. So I'm going to try to play this directly to the microphone so maybe maybe we can hear it um matt if you guys are not familiar with him i am milks he has um 18.8 thousand followers on instagram and he is a uh, his content revolves around uh, gaming setups and he just recently told me that he wanted to kind of move away from the the typical rgb very bright lights type of thing because he because of basically his age you know he, he just feels like it doesn't it's not on brand anymore so he's starting to to figure that one out but he sent a um a voice message which is going to be this one let's see if you can hear it chelsea okay hi matt thank you for sending this message oh wait that's me (laughs) sorry that didn't sound like matt all right i was like why is he talking to himself (laughs) Hey Michael, it's uh, it's Matt here. Or I am Milks. Um, just wanted to let you know that I listened to yours and Chelsea's podcast last night on charging for collaborations. Really interesting, and a lot of it resonated definitely with what um, I've been thinking over the last few months. Um, I thought it might be interesting if you gave a uh, commentary on um, piracy and how you deal with images being taken and used by other sites. It's something that's rife on Instagram. And uh, be interested to uh, kind of see your take on it um, to see if it's any different from from what our community feels when our images are used without permission or used for commercial purposes uh, in particular without permission and what you would do in those instances. All right, there's it's a two part message. So here's the second one. And second quick message, just wanted to say thank you for the inspiration, really. You and Chelsea are two accounts that I... uh, I've definitely been inspired by over the last few months uh, and have kind of started to move away from the heavily gaming focused page, uh, very neon RGB, to a more kind of subtle palette. 
and I've really enjoyed it. I've swapped a lot of kind of traditional gaming tech for something that's a little bit more kind of professional. Um, I'm 41 now, so um, you know I'm just finding I'm uh, a lot more. Uh, it's a lot nicer to be posting the kind of stuff that you guys do. It's a lot more kind of adult. That's a, that's a way to explain it, but it just feels a little bit more. Uh, a little bit more uh, creative for me. Um, so yeah, thank you for the inspiration, and uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll happily listen to more of your podcast soon. Thanks, guys. Was that awesome? He's so nice. I know. He sounds like he was in a pub. I yeah, kinda... I heard a lot of background noise. I was wondering if he has kids. That probably yeah. Yeah. Or that or he was just I don't know. It sounded like a fun background, but <laughs> I know more yeah. fun than what you would hear at my house. I know definitely. Here it's just screaming and yelling and. A lot of crying, but you being called a diva, but we'll yeah. scathe, over, scathe over that one and uh, move right on. He had some great questions and some things that I can really relate to as far as like trying to get out of one like realm because you're you feel like you're too old for it. Um, I think a lot of people can actually relate to that. Um, that's really cool. And I like how he said that what we're posting feels more grown up because that doesn't feel like that to me. <laughs> I know I was laughing. I'm like, Oh, that's so nice. It warms my heart that he feels yeah, that way. But, for sure. but, but I think that's the, that's, uh, but I get it though. I get what exactly what he's saying. Like yeah. the image, the branding that we're, we're going for is very, it's more grown up, mm -hmm. which a lot of people aspire to like a, you know, a lot younger people or even, you know, people like himself, which is great because, he is correct. Like when you start to be on brand with the content that you create, it feels a lot more fun. And that's why I think I was laughing inside when he said it feels grown up because to me, it feels like I'm playing. But right, the image that, that we were, that I'm coming up with are basically just on brand and I love it. You know, it's, I'm having so much fun and it doesn't feel like it's too serious or anything like that. And so that's a huge compliment, Matt. Thank you so much for, Absolutely. Thank yeah, you. for saying that. But what do you think about what he said? Like, how would you deal? And we do deal with this almost on a daily basis. But how would you deal with with the copyright infringement, right? Like with when companies or people would steal your content and imagery, like how what are your views on it? And how would you approach something like that? Yeah, I mean... I've not heavily dealt with something like this as far as someone stealing my content, but the way I would go about it is just reaching out, you know, letting them know that that's my photo. If you could kindly, you know, give me credit or, you know, whatever the case may be, like if they're using it, um, I guess to promote something or, you know, however the case may be, I would probably just talk to them first and see how it went over after talking with them. Um, but Michael, you probably have more insight into that because I've not really that I know of, I haven't mm -hmm. dealt with someone like blatantly stealing a phone. Yeah, I don't know how it is in the UK with when it comes to advertising and copyright, because I know as, you know, being a graphic designer for the last 15 years, I've heard a lot of stories of mm -hmm. um, artists and creators over there on that side of the pond, um, basically complaining that their images are being stolen and they have very, like I'm a part of like this, um, photography group on Facebook and they were these people take photographs of cars like professionally and I would constantly get stories from them basically hearing that company A used an image of their car without their permission like the photograph that they that they took of a car without their permission and they would always get the same um, replies basically like oh you know you should be thankful that we're exposed you know we're giving you more exposure and stuff like that and i'm like is that really still a thing 
But, you know, to answer that question, where I operate in right now, it's on Instagram. Um, that happens almost daily. That happens almost daily. And like what Chelsea said, I usually send them a message first. Although I'm not as... I'm, I'm only lenient in the sense that I give them at least a day to respond back. Because I feel like any business who are legitimate would give you... Um, would listen to you at least a day, right? So if they don't respond, then I have to go through the lengthy process of reporting that image and basically filing a copyright infringement report, which is sucky because Instagram makes it so difficult to do it. You'll once you do it one, once you do it, you'll you'll know how it how to do it again. It's just a little tedious, and if you have to do it constantly every day, it takes a lot of your time. But we have to do the work. And that's why I encourage people when someone steals someone else's work, they're not crediting them, they're not recognizing them, you call them out or you re re report them. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you don't have to do that. Maybe you, you address it to, to the owner, if you know the owner of the image. Because um, someone even posted this carousel uh, recently and I saw it and he was basically share, sharing how to properly uh, repost an image on Instagram and that's basically reposting the image and directly at the bottom of it it should say who the creator is mm -hmm. don't bury it under follow this follow this follow this and then at the very very bottom won't even tag the the, the creator they will just and I, my god I know a lot of accounts who do this it's so annoying and they're big accounts they'll write my name but they won't at me that way oh, really that way don't people can't follow they can't click on my on my name and follow mm -hmm. me for my content. Yeah, I was gonna say, listen here, you little shit. <laughs> like, that's not that's yours. <laughs> that's not yours to begin with. So don't try. Because obviously, what they're worried about is the people would start to follow me for that content instead of that page, right? Yeah. So they're being greedy. That there's no yeah. other way of doing that. That's that's not being that's not strategy. Strategy. That's just being an ass. Yeah. So don't be greedy. That's not your content to begin with. So credit the person um, properly. And so that, that, that's my whole little spiel. I have an, an, an entire episode saved up for that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but to answer Matt's question is you just have to keep reporting them. And I, I don't like it when, when people do that. I don't like it when they don't tag me. I've gotten to a point where I almost don't care because it, my time is so valuable to me that I won't spend you know, any more minutes out of my day lecturing people or saying why it's not right you know you know what's not right or what's what's you know what's wrong but again this space is also still fairly new and it really depends on where you live like the cult cultural differences it's it's also something to to take into account so the right thing for me at least would be to message them first and say hey can you at least tag me or take it down if they yeah. don't respond after a day, I just report it. And that's pretty much it. And if you can find and if you can encourage your followers or your audience to do the same thing, you know, to report or maybe even tag you so that you can report. Yeah, that would be great. And that's one of the things that why you want to have a loyal following, like loyal people, because you need the help. I definitely can't do it by my by myself. But yeah, stealing anyone's work is always going to be wrong. And if you're resharing someone's work you credit them properly that's mm -hmm. the only right way of doing it yeah absolutely i've had several instances where uh you know friends of mine from instagram would 
tag me in the photo saying, hey, they didn't credit you, or hey, this is actually Chelsea Horn's photo, or stuff like that. Um, but it, it's not happened too often. Not, mm-hmm. not it's going to happen more yet. now, Chelsea. I know. I just hit the <laughs> precipice of <laughs> everyone stealing my photos. So Yeah. But Matt, I feel you. I It's, it's yeah. frustrating, but it's not... I mean, we can dwell on it as you know for as long as we want. But I always say, where is my time worth spending? You know, you know what 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 what's a better way of spending my time other than just being frustrated over it? Do what you can, yeah. report them, and you know, encourage your followers if you can to to do the same thing. And, you know, you'll be surprised at how many people actually would be willing to help you out. Um, we definitely Absolutely. can't do it on our own. Yeah. And it's not, it's never right. So whoever is listening to this, I know there's a couple of uh, setup accounts that listen to this podcast and I appreciate your support, honestly. And I know you guys in particular do it correctly. And that's yeah. why I love you guys. That's why I follow you guys because it's yeah. not, you know, you're not taking anything away from creators and you're, you're definitely helping them grow. And yeah. in turn, you guys are growing with them. Actually, you guys are growing really, really fast. Like crazy. Yeah. So there was one page that shared my stuff when I first shared my photos when I first started and I was looking at their page, uh, I think last week and they have like 70 or 60 or 60 or 70,000 followers. Mm -hmm. And I was like, when I first started, they had like 10 or 15 or something. It was crazy. They're growing so fast. The dream setup, one of my favorites. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think when I first found them, they had like 20,000. 20,000 followers are probably less. Mm-hmm. And now they're like 167,000. That's insane. It's crazy. That almost seems unfathomable to me. Oh, no. Like at me just being at 10,000, like mm-hmm. 100,000 seems insane for Instagram. I feel like it's so hard to get to 100,000 followers on Instagram. Yeah. There's uh there's one account though that uh, I follow and he's become, he's not, like, I won't say he's a friend of mine, but he's super nice because he responds to questions and he comments on my stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is, I think his Instagram handle is OneDept, I think, or something like that. I'll, I'll share it in the notes later, but okay. um, he's a photographer. And when I first found him, he had like 70,000 followers, I think. Yeah. And he grows, like, he grew like super fast. And I found mm-hmm. him just by the end, towards the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Guess how many followers he has right now? I don't know. 450,000. On last, Instagram. On Instagram. Last I checked. That's insane. I'm like, what the? What you... Way to go. Yeah, I know. Good job. <laughs> Good so, job. But you know what? The great thing about him, he is not afraid to talk to his followers. He basically, yeah. and that includes me, he messages me, he answers my comments, he comments on my stuff, and he he gives his followers, oh, his name is a Unique Depth. That's it. Um, oh, yeah, he's a okay, cannon I shooter. I, mm-hmm. I think I do know him. Yeah. I think. And he, he, he used to share a lot of like his raw files mm-hmm. on his stories and basically share a link to download yes, it and you can edit that. it so that you can, his followers can practice editing using his images, which is great. I'm like, that's a that's great idea. That's genius. That's genius. genius. Yeah. So he deser- yeah. deserves all the following and yeah, the, the, um, the praise. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, but to answer Matt's other question, which is, what was it? What was his other question? Uh, to basic, basically move away from the gaming. Yeah. Moving away from that RBG or RGB. Yeah. Yeah. I think we touched on it earlier and yeah, you can, you can do it, Matt. Like you slowly, I'm doing it right now. I'm honestly doing it right now. I'm trying to, uh, 
rebrand myself not rebrand completely but narrow down just on transitioning yeah so it's yeah. it's it's a continual like it, it it's going to keep happening like that process absolutely is, yeah because honestly i feel like that's how you grow because if you continue to post the same thing over and over like your followers and yourself is going to get bored mm -hmm. so it's all part of like the growing process to yeah. branch out and you know find other things that that interest you so so I don't know if this might be the case for him, but he might be worried that his following, his followers that are maybe mostly, at a, you know, at a very young age bracket because of the gaming, he might be worried that he'll lose them. Uh, I'm going to tell you, Matt, that don't worry about it because first you're going, going to get more followers that are more in line with how yeah. you are as a brand. And second, these people that are younger, they will grow up. Absolutely. And when they grow up, they will change their style and their taste. And it's great. Can you imagine that they grow? They grew up with you um, when your account was this and your brand was this, and you you transition to a more you know more age appropriate style, um, or not, not maybe age appropriate age appropriate to you, you know, yeah. type of content. And your your following follows you, and they're like, yeah, they're you're pretty much their dad <laughs> in that sense. Yeah. I'm sure he'd love to hear that. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say is um, much like everyone, you know, everyone's constantly evolving and changing. And, you know, he could be the leader. Like he could be the one that starts to transition and change and everyone else could follow suit. Like he could, all of his followers could follow his kind of like revolution and growing. Mm -hmm. And then he would gain like other followers who are in more of line with the, the more grown up scene, yeah. I guess is what, mm -hmm. as how he referred it. So yeah, you never know. Just give it a shot. You yeah. might lose some followers, but you'll probably gain a lot more. Yeah. You and you're, I'm sure you're at this point at 18,000 followers. You, you, you have a good, uh, feel of who, who really is your, your audiences. Mm -hmm. You're going to, it's not probably going to matter to you if you lose, uh, um, followers or not if it does don't worry too much about it i always say, say this that if you lose it's almost like before you you progress you have to take two steps back right mm -hmm. it feels like that but don't worry what you want is loyal and just genuine authentic followers not you know fake because the word organic gets thrown a lot uh, around a lot organic i mean not just in food but yeah. in following right like organic mm -hmm. followers which actually brings me to another question that I got. Uh, and this question came from at set codes. And this time he just um, emailed me, not emailed, but messaged me the question, which I'm going to read to you right now. If I can find it because I'm being an old man and because I need to take a nap, I just forgot <laughs> <laughs> to prepare myself. Seth codes. Okay. There you go. Okay. So Seth codes sent me uh, a message yesterday and he said, Hey, Michael, I just wanted to share something with you about your post from a couple weeks back or a month ago. I can't remember. It was talking about how Instagram accounts are stealing content without asking the owner's permission. It's kind of timely, right, with what Matt was saying, too. Yeah. Um, and if it if that wasn't already worse, I was given an offer. Kind of got lost with his message. He said, and if that wasn't already worse, I was given an offer back then about being featured in their page. Now, at first, I kind of thought it would be a it would be good for my page to grow, but I also had that second thought that this offer is a scam or it might be a ripoff because they told me that they could help me grow. But I saw I saw one well known Instagrammer named Chow Codes. 
you probably know him. Yeah. Um, and he basically asked him if he's heard of this account. Mm-hmm. Now, at this point, I'm just paraphrasing the message because there's, because uh, uh, I think if I read it, it might be confusing. So basically, what he was saying is that um, there are accounts out there that would reach out to you and say, "Hey, would you like us to sh- uh, give you a shout out?" And for a small fee, you can mm-hmm. get organic followers. Yeah. Which is a, um, it's it doesn't make sense. A yeah. shout out would get them organic followers. That's not an organic following. No, what is you're telling or- them, you're telling your yes. audience to go follow them. That's exactly. not organic. Organic is them finding you. Yes. And generally like, or genuinely liking your con- content so they follow you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so I think Seth Codes was upset that there are accounts that do this and they make money off of it. I mean, he even says, okay, he has another message here. He says, uh, a lot of us would take the hustle and do anything what it takes to grow our accounts. So he gets it, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe there are Instagram accounts with big communities that help people grow and charge them for it, but I don't know. And the irony is there are Instagram accounts with a bigger community that help small accounts like me for a feature on their page um, for free, basically. Yeah. That's when I knew it felt like a scam. I thought this might shed some light and alarm others coming to you that, you know, uh, wait, I got confused. Knowing you have a great influence in the content creator ship in Instagram. So yeah, I really don't know if you'd see this, but I hope you do and maybe let small Instagram accounts like me know to stay alert for scams like this. So Seth, First, uh, thank you for messaging and thank you for listening to this podcast. I really do appreciate it. And the fact that you think that we have a voice amongst this in this space is uh, very, I I just want to say thank you because that's what Chelsea and I want to do. We just want to have a voice for everyone, right? Not just ourselves. So what you are referring to are accounts that basically offer their services like a shout out and, you know, for like 20 bucks or something. Mm -hmm then they will give you followers or you know, I automatically say no. Because yeah, that's not how you just get. Say, yeah. Don't fall into that bull crap. I've had people reach out to me and I, I write them back. I'm like, why would I pay you mm-hmm. when my page is steadily growing on its own? I don't, yeah. I don't need you to do that. And you know what? That same page went ahead and shared my photo after I told them no for the payment. So I'm like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> so no. Yeah, you you get you get the hustle. Like you understand it. Like people will do anything. It's not necessarily a scam. It's just not the best way of of growing. And I just I, don't feel like you need to do that. I feel like if no. you have valuable content and you find your following, you're going to grow. You don't need to pay someone. I'm going to share you, with you an experience that I had when I had a thousand followers or under a thousand followers before. So when I was a very small account. You know, I promised myself that I was going to learn the ins and outs of social media, like the, the this whole Instagram thing. This was two years ago. And I remember I was sitting in the dining room area of my sister's house and I was obsessing over it. I'm like, I'm going to figure this one out. I had like 700 followers, I think. And I'm like, I'm going to fi- figure this one out because I feel like there's a secret. There's a trick to growing your account. So I looked into a lot of these um, shout out pages or agencies even that would send your account to like basically all you have to do is give them access to your account and watch the numbers grow and i paid for one i tried it yeah i tried it i said sure let me um let me try this because they had a promo running it was really cheap it was like 
50 bucks for six months. And what they promised was that if um that that basically I will steadily grow my account without me having to do anything. And what it does is I think they they have like a, a bot or something like that that basically yeah. will follow, unfollow, mm. or comment random comments on other people's pages and basically mm-hmm. get more eyes on you. That's that's what a shout out is. They have a reach a bigger reach and they, they get more eyes on you. But if if it's not a genuine message then no one's really going to follow you. You know what I mean? It's advertising. But yeah, this one is more bot-based. So mm-hmm. in just a few days, my account grew from 700-something to like double. It doubled. It's like 1,400, I think. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I was trying. I was trying not to to, to cuss. And I said, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> I said, sh- I was thinking of shoot and shit. Now I said the, the bad word twice now. But <laughs> Nicole's okay. laughing. Cause she's I know. Like, <laughs> she's cracking up. Guys, I need some sleep. But um okay. so so it did grow, but I did get some I learned something about it that's not that's very negative. And that is I I've had people message me. And you know what sucks? They said, "Hey Michael, you know what what's uh I just wanted to say that it sucks that you had to you had to follow and unfollow accounts like mine included and you had to comment cuz they thought I was doing it. They thought mm-hmm. that I was actively following and unfollowing them just so you know i to get more followers yeah and they said that it sucks that you have to do that because i think your content alone is great enough for people to follow you just Mm -hmm. wanted to tell you that and that really hit that really hit me it was really it really hurt me because i'm like man yeah i don't want to do this so those accounts that will the promise to help you grow don't trust them because it's just you will make your your account is yours People will follow you for you, not because of the time that you post, not because of the. It, it, we can get into like the 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 gritty details of this, but sometimes when you overthink it, sometimes when you overthink the type of content, the time, and where you post, and how many comments or whatever, like the numbers, that can be counterproductive, yeah. because for one, you're focusing on the little stuff. Compared mm-hmm. to your own brand, your own voice, what you need to do is fine tune who you are, fine tune the content that you want to share, and find your audience that way. You know, we're obsessed with trying to grow our accounts really fast, but I promise you, I promise you that you will eventually get to a point where you don't care about the numbers. What you would care about is your connection with your audience. And mm-hmm. to be honest with you, right now, the thing that I miss the most on Instagram is I miss talking to my my followers. I miss sending them messages. I miss answering messages and comments. I've gotten to a point where I have to actively step away from Instagram because I just don't have the time anymore. And that's the yeah. sucky part. I'm not even obsessed with the numbers. Like I honestly do not think about the numbers anymore. The only thing I'm thinking about is when can I get back to this person? When can I answer them? When can I help them? Because ultimately what I want is connection. That's yeah. what I want. You know, I don't I don't care about the numbers because a numbers a number can be just anything. But you know, I'm not I'm not a famous um what do you call this? Like bodybuilder or I'm just trying to think of like these huge accounts that I see. You know what I mean? Like are these really pretty girls that I'm just gonna stop there. But anyway, yeah, let's just <laughs> let's just cut that. And, you know what uh, I mean? I'm not a hot girl. I am not a hot girl. So I don't really care about the numbers. What I care about are the connections. So Michael yeah. has a mind, and Michael 
<laughs> Michael has feelings too, you know. So, but oh my God. Michael <laughs> needs a nap, you guys. Michael needs a nap. Please, Wait, there, someone, I, let I that man take a nap. I think I don't know if you can hear the plane, Chelsea. Can you hear it in the background? Okay, great. So there's like a loud plane passing by, but um, Seth. It's, I appreciate your, your message and trying to spread awareness to smaller accounts. But yeah, if you are a smaller account and you are considering using such services, you might just be hurting yourself in the long run. So don't obsess over the numbers. And, you know, it's not a scam. It's yeah. just a different way of advertising. And it's not the best way. Because definitely they are not organic. They're, they are not, yeah. they're, those are not organic followers. Yeah. So as Chelsea just- mentioned. Yeah, just keep doing, um, just keep pushing out good content and getting to know your following, and I think you will succeed. Mm-hmm. So, you will. I mean, Chelsea yeah. found hers. Look at her. Did. <laughs> it's Chelsea. a long, it's a long hard road, but you will find it. I like looking at Chelsea because she's uh, she's just like at that point where she's like, oh yeah, I've, I've, I've been there, you know. I, I get there. it. Yeah, I get it. You're fine. <laughs> um, I That's think funny. those are the only questions that we really got that I wanted yeah. to address. Um, so maybe, we're gonna... that, maybe oh. that's why I feel, I know, I was just going to say, maybe that's why I feel like uh, we haven't recorded in a while because we haven't really asked for any questions. And I've, yeah. we haven't been getting any questions at all. So maybe that that's why it feels weird. And maybe I just need a nap. Sorry, Chelsea. That's okay. Uh, I guess we will move on and announce who our next guest is, right? Yes. And who is our next guest? (laughs) Our next guest is the Mike Watts. Oh, yeah. That guy. He's awesome. Do you watch his... uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to put in a round of applause. That's not a round. (laughs) Oh, it's on there. It's on the clip. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Did, Did I hear it correctly? Did you hear it? I heard. You could hear it? Yeah, I could hear. Wah, 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 wah. Wait, what is that one? That's a round of applause. There, I hit the wrong button. Yeah, you did. And Mike's going to be like. <laughs> we have wah, the, wah. We, I know. We have Mike Watts. Wah, 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 wah. Wah. Sorry, guys. We couldn't get anyone better. <laughs> <laughs> the editor can take care of that. <laughs> no, we'll leave I it have, in. I have 10,000 followers. I have an editor and I have a, 10, an followers. assistant. <laughs> They'll take care of it. I'm just a talent. <laughs> but yeah, it's, the Mike Watts, if you follow him on YouTube, you'll see that he has a very, he, he has a strong following. I think he, last time I checked, he was like 80,000 followers. He might be more now. Maybe, I'm not Dang. I'm not sure. But um, he's around there. And he, when I first discovered him, he was doing a lot of um, tech reviews and a lot of like earphone reviews. And he's, super just super nice and warm guy like when you watch his videos you don't feel intimidated and you feel like when i, I remember when i first watched his videos i'm like oh this guy actually you know what if i really think about it i think i first discovered him he had under a thousand followers this was a long time ago because when when we finally connected on instagram i told him i said dude i used to watch you when you first um because he made a video of his peak design bag when it first came out Oh, that was like okay. a couple of years back, right? Like two years ago or something? Probably. Yeah. yeah, or more. So I know that's when I first discovered him. And yeah, Mike is super nice. He is in Alberta, Canada. Maybe maybe not exactly there, but he's in Canada. Yeah. Somewhere. I was about to say, it's somewhere in Canada. I don't know the, the particular region, but yeah. I know. And uh, he does that type of content. And just recently, when I say recently, a few months ago, 
we connected on Instagram and he was basically telling me that he wanted to branch out away from just doing headphones and you know he wanted to do more original content because everything started to feel very stale for him like mm -hmm. over and over again same thing and then it got to a point where it's just he's just not passionate anymore and I think he would be able to shed a lot of like light into that subject right when when with Matt's question earlier about rebranding yourself or you know changing your content because it just doesn't align with you anymore so I think yeah. Mike would be able to speak to that so guys if you uh have any questions for him specifically uh, send it to nicole send it to our official coffee with creators podcast or coffee with creators instagram <laughs> account and um follow the mike watts on instagram and it's at t-h-e-m-i-k-e-w-a-t-s and you should be able to find him on uh youtube fairly easily so yes. definitely send us some questions. We will be grilling him next week. So let's be. I mean, uh, I'm not going to grill him. Maybe Michael will. Depending. Michael will. My, Michael will. <laughs> depending if Michael has had enough sleep next week. There you go. Was that for me? Was was was, was that the, the cheering? Was that for me? I, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Chelsea putting in the the, the very expensive equipment to good use. I am for a round of applause. I have a lot of I have a lot more, but I don't remember which ones they're set for. Okay, so well, that's we, we be won't fun. get yeah we won't get into that. But we should anyways. do it every week where it's going to be a random surprise, like everyone Just... welcome the Mike Watts, and then you press it. It's yeah. <laughs> which one is that one? That one is the cheering. That like, one's the cheering. Okay, yeah, cheering. Yeah. What is this? Uh, birds no oh. those drums chelsea i can't hear i don't it. trust that equipment anymore <laughs> it's no chelsea. it's me it's me i can't hear it because okay. my headphones are connected to my computer i see it's crazy how you guys can hear it yeah we can hear it it's not loud but we can definitely i hear can it. well i can turn it up oh <laughs> hello <laughs> by the way guys we didn't tell you this but we are actually broadcasting from a huge stadium here Yay. in I don't know where this is. <laughs> you don't know where you live? Yeah. That's great. Okay. I love that. It's the Roadcaster, right? It's Roadcaster the Roadcaster Pro, Pro from Road. Mm -hmm. Let's break into our uh, commercial, commercial break. By the way, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Road is great. They need to sponsor us and uh, give us money. Yeah, give us that's how money. it works, right? Yeah, that's how, that's it, works. how it works. Yeah. We're professionals. <laughs> we can do it. Um <laughs> So I think uh, the, before we end this episode, I just wanted to share to this week's Discover a Creative. Do you have one, Chelsea, by any chance? I do, actually. Okay. Um, she is my friend. And I mean, she's my friend through Instagram. But her name is Brittany. And her handle is Brittany. Brittany. <laughs> I think it's like Brittany. <laughs> um, she's super sweet. And she does, um, like, she's a big gamer. And she's I constantly... See. Um, posting really pretty photos of bright lights and things. But I wanted to shout her out because she helped me get to 10,000 last night. I think I had like 15 or something and her, her following is incredible. It's like 86,000. Uh, oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, so she shouted me out in her stories and within like minutes, I had 10,000. So I, I wanted to just give her a thank you. Okay, there you go. Yeah, follow. What's yeah. her uh, Instagram handle? Yeah, it's 
So it's Brittany, and then it says N A Y three. We'll put okay, it in the yeah. in the we'll, notes below. We'll put it in the notes. I'm gonna follow her too. Yeah. And um, that is an interesting point, though. That you you that's that there's a difference there when a friend shouts you out versus paying for a shout out. Because when a friend shouts you out, basically that friend's audience trusts that voice. Yeah. And when they trust that voice, they say, "Oh, Brittany follows her." Then if Brittany likes her content. I mean, I obviously like Brittany's content. Then maybe I'll like Chelsea's content. And that's a different thing. And plus, Chelsea didn't have to pay for it, you know? Yeah. So she did it. She didn't even ask me. I mean, mm -hmm. um, before I, I mean, I just saw that I was tagged in something. I went to it. I saw that Brittany had done it. And then mm -hmm. before I knew it, I was at 10,000. And then she posted it again. She's like, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a more organic following. Yeah. 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 It's not because, you know, some random page just said, oh, you know. But yeah. yeah, that's great. Awesome. Yeah. There you go. Wow. She's been my friend for a little bit too. Um, she started following me like from the beginning. And I remember her, she messaged me and she's like, why do you not have more followers? Like your pictures are incredible. So mm -hmm. yeah, she's been there since the beginning. She's super sweet. So that's everyone awesome. go follow her. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I feel like yeah. we need to, every week, I think we need to have two discover creator or discovery creators. I don't know, sure. right? Nicole, Nicole's nodding her head because I don't think we have enough weeks in our lifetime to share all these great people, these, right. these great accounts. So that said, I actually have my own that I wanted to share. And I wanted to share her um, page last week. But then yep. Ch uh, Chelsea and I realized that if we have a guest, we should just focus on the guest, right? Yeah. Not take away from the guest and say, oh... By the way, Micah, thank you for coming. And you guys should follow someone else. You know? Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> we don't want to do that. But um, her Instagram account is um, at C-Y-N-L-O-P-I-N-K. So her name is Cynthia Lopez. And I think, um, yeah, Cynthia Lopez. And she does hand lettering. She, she does it digitally. So basically using the iPad Pro and Procreate. And um, her work is amazing. Like I follow her and watch her draw just so I can feel relaxed and just feel incompetent when it comes yeah, to hand lettering. <laughs> she's really good. I checked her yeah. out when we were, you know, when you told me about her last week. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she's really good. So follow her, guys. Like she has amazing content. Like if you want to be inspired, I, I, I watch a lot of these these artists that do like lettering and it's relaxing for me when I watch yeah. them draw a write. And I think a lot of people would appreciate that as well. And Absolutely. That's pretty much it for this week. So maybe next week we'll, we'll oh wait, we have a guest. We'll sh yeah. We have a guest. So we should, not... we should stop throwing Mike under the bus because we keep doing that. Yeah. Poor Mike. Wah, wah, wah. There you go. Wah. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you used the right one and we're cheering in the background. Yay! I know. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> so... Great. That's awesome. Um, I appreciate you guys listening again this week. And I think we want to like, what would you what would you say, Chelsea? Should we ask the, the listeners what they think about um, our guests? Like, do they like sure. it? Do they like yeah. us having guests? Or Yeah, I mean, they can definitely let Nicole know. And then we can talk about it on the uh, next episode or okay. when we don't have a guest. Okay. Yeah. There <laughs> no, during Mike's <laughs> interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> poor mike i'm so mike. sorry i know we're gonna make it up to you i promise I <laughs> well uh i think that's it for for this week chelsea i don't know if yeah. there's anything else that you wanted to share but i just need a nap 
Yeah, Michael needs a nap. And I did want to say, don't forget you guys to uh, head over to iTunes if you listen to the podcast there. Give us a like, leave us a review, and I think that's it. Thank you guys once again for hanging out with your coffee and pizza crew. Until next time, this is Chelsea. And this is Michael. Signing off. Bye. Bye.